Welcome to the Smut Hive. This is your trusty spoiler alert. This is our deep dive into our favorite romance books. We'll be spoiling all the good stuff. If you don't want to know yet, come back after you finish the book. And because we care, here's a little warning. We're going to be talking about sensitive topics that might be upsetting to some. Explicit language, sexual situations, such as questionable consent, abuse, and assault. Just a blanket statement of all the triggers. Hi guys, welcome back to the Smut Hive. If you remember last week, we had our very first podcast where we kind of talked about how the podcast started, um, and then we also started with the first book um, in the This Man series by Jody Ellen Malpes. Um, today, we are going to be wrapping up that series and discussing book two, three, and four. So again, I am Jillian. And I am Morgan. Let's Let's get into it. All right. Book two. Um, Do you want to start with a rating for these? I don't feel like I don't feel like we could give a rating to book two. We both struggled with book two. I think anyone will. Um, But book two does sort of leave you or lead you to more of where you think positive things are going to happen. Um, so that's why you, you know, stick with this series. So I think we're going to kind of briefly go over book two, just kind of point out some of the obvious things um, that you kind of need to know. But um, for me, if we were doing a rating, I mean, I would just do an overall of kind of like a six of the whole book. I really struggled with both of the main characters and their behaviors and kind of the, some of the things that came up. How about you? I'd say I'd probably rate it a seven because I struggled with both characters as well. Um, the plot was crazy, which we'll get into always something happening. And so I feel like I'm always going to give a high points for that. Cause there's always something that keeps your like mind interested. The sex of course is great. Um, I feel like it was a little more manipulation sex. So I'd probably knock it down a couple scores. So I'd say maybe a seven if I had to do like an overall, um, but let's wait to rate book three when yeah. we start talking about it. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and just pop into book two? Right. So if you remember from last week where we ended book one, um, Jesse and Ava have kind of decided at this point, like, it's just not going to work out. And she leaves him um, at Luso. And he is just a drunken mess of like a horrible man. He. Um, you know, said horrible things to her. And so she left and with the decision that she was going to be miserable, but she was never going to see him again. So, and that's pretty much what she does for the first week or so after this happens. But then one day on the way home from work, she kind of gets cornered by Sam and Drew and John, and they have not been um, able to get to into the penthouse to see Jesse and check on him because they've been struggling to get in touch with him for a couple of days and have not been able to. Um, So she does get guilted into it, but she does go and they do find him and he is, you know, kind of passed out and just a horrible state that he's in. And, um, you know, she kind of instantly gets into I'm going to take care of him mode um, instead of being pissed at him. But, you know, and, and essentially she's figuring out through conversations that she's having with his friends, you know, as well as that this isn't the first time that he has been in this state and that he is, you know, an alcoholic. 
Um, so she, you know, is going to struggle while he's still unconscious and why she's still taking care of him. And throughout when he wakes up, she's going to struggle trying to understand what that means um, for their relationship, what it means for her giving up alcohol um, because she does enjoy her drinks. Um, and so, you know, that's that's very uh, troubling for her. But basically, once he wakes up and, you know, a couple of days pass, they're right back into you know, fucking each other for information or withholding sex or back and forth and push and pull, but then it's makeup. And, um, you know, that's kind of where book two leads us. I mean, there's just a couple little things that happen that are kind of necessary where um, this is where I think the author introduces all the outside meddlers. Mm -hmm. So you've got Ava's ex-boyfriend who's meddling quite a bit. He shows up sometimes where places that she's at and, um, you know, her, her like mail still comes to, you know, the house and he's not supposed to contact her at all because I think Jesse beat the crap out of him in book one. Um, but he still does. And so he's kind of an outside meddler. You've got Coral, who is a character we get introduced to, who was a lady of the manor as well and um, had had Jesse. And um, at this point, like is going through a divorce on her own and has been consistently trying to contact Jesse and get in touch with Jesse showing up at the penthouse. But of course she can't get upstairs and you know, that kind of thing. She's been trying to reach out to Jesse and Jesse doesn't seem to acknowledge to Ava who she is at all. And Ava keeps asking him like, you know, who is this person? And, Which pissed me off by yeah, the way, because absolutely. obviously she's somebody because she keeps showing up. And he keeps not telling her, like, it's A, none of your business. B, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But it's a big deal because here she is numerous times showing up in our business. I just, I would have pushed more. Like, you're going to tell me. Also, isn't Coral the wife of one of her clients? Yes, like, is Michael. It Michael, yes. So Michael is one of Ava's clients. Um, and at the... At the time, I don't think um, Ava really knows that that's his wife. She knows he's going through a yes. divorce. Jesse um, knows, but I'm not sure he knows yet that he is her client. Um, but as we know, what's right for Jesse is not right for Ava. So... And that was kind of my biggest thing with this whole Coral thing, because Matt does pop up and Jesse loses his mind and expects all of the answers. But Ava can't simply ask a question about Coral. Right. Um, so I had a lot of a lot of issue with that. I think we meet her brother, too, um, Dan, in this book. And Dan is a mess. He's just a mess of a human. Um, he's also Kate's ex. Um, so that plays a bit of a drama storyline, I'd say. Um, but yeah, is there anyone else? No, I mean, Sarah is involved more, um, you know, still at the manor, still pissing Ava off. So that's still a thing for Ava as well. She doesn't want to go to the manor with Jesse and Jesse always wants her to go to the manor. Um, which you know, I respect because she held her ground at least for a little while, but she wouldn't even tell him why she would just be like, I don't want to go. And he's like, why? And she would never tell him like you love each other. Right. So like, why can you simply not just 
say, listen, I don't want to go because Sarah's a fucking cunt bag to me. Right. Like, I don't know why that's so difficult to like say, I just don't get it. Right. And it's like, he wasn't realizing that it was happening. Like she was never saying Sarah is my problem. Um, Cause she would never vocalize that. And so he didn't know. So he was oblivious that Sarah was even causing problems. Right. Which I mean, as a woman, I guess I just, I'm pretty blunt and honest. So I'm out there when things are bothering me, but it's like, she just can't, it's like, she just can't do it. And I just don't, I can't understand that. I just don't get it. Right. There is, again, you know, this is what all of book two is about, where they're working out um, all of the things that keep coming between them. But the real problem is, is because of Jesse's controlling ways and because of the type of person that he is, she's not in a normal relationship. So she can't react normally, um, you know, to the situations that are coming up. And he's doing his best to cover up all of his nonsense and all of the things in his past that he thinks that, you know, is coming towards them now and that she'll run, um, you know, the second that they occur. So that's what all of book two is about essentially. But I mean, when you get towards the end of it, uh, you know, another uh, significant thing that happened is, you know, there was another occurrence of you can't go out and drink. She fuck you. And she went out and she drank Mm -hmm. and somebody um, slipped a drink or, you know, slip something into her drink at the bar. And, you know, of course, Jesse couldn't stay away um, and does end up showing up at the bar that she's at as she's about to hit the floor. And they end up having to take her to the hospital and are able to confirm that her drinks um, were drugged and she doesn't know who it is. And so he kind of goes into, you know, hires a private detective and he's getting footage and trying to figure out, you know, who it is that did it to her. But Mm -hmm. by the end of book two, we don't really know the answer to that. Um, but they have agreed a couple of different times in a couple different ways that they will get married Ugh. and that Jesse is 30. He was 37, but yeah. he asked her to marry him on his birthday where he was turning 38. Yeah. I just, and here's my thing too. I feel like, and I don't know, this is for me, but you always dream of like a proposal, right? Like whether you want it to be simple or romantic or you know something along those lines he a doesn't give her a choice he doesn't give her an option to say no and let's be clear we all know she wouldn't ever say no because she never says no but he is she handcuffed in this one she's handcuffed. handcuffed to a bed and he won't let her come until she says yes I mean, come on. What kind of proposal is that? I would just not be okay with that. Like, and even if I did say yes, just so that I could finish out, I feel like afterwards I'd be like, yo, that didn't fucking count. Like, you need to step up and do something better. I don't know. I didn't appreciate that at all. Well, the reason why it ended up working is because after she said yes, after they got done doing it, after he un, you know, finally let the handcuffs free, she finally realized that she's got like a ginormous rock on her finger. Yeah. Like ridiculously yeah. huge, extravagant. And so she's just shocked. Yeah. And still goes along with it. Like, okay, 
Yep. But he does ask her again. I he mean, does. again, he makes up for some of his crap and toward, you know, there is a very proper proposal at like the in end. In front of the family. In front of the friends yeah. and family. And, um, you know, so that's, I mean, not, again, you go through a bunch of crap that makes you determine that maybe these people should not be together right. because they're both yeah. really crazy in different ways. But towards the end, the relationship part kind of over overcomes. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of things happening with a lot of those meddlers that we don't really get resolution for, but mm -hmm. it's alluded to that it's going to be wrapping up in the third book. And then pretty much right when you start the third book, it's their wedding. Yeah, because also at the end of the second book, I think her mom asks, you know, like, when when is this happening? And Ava wants to wait a little while. Um but Jesse's like, uh, no, we're going to be married in like a month. At the manor. At the manor, which, as we all know, she doesn't like the manor. She still doesn't like it. So, you know, is anything really going to work to her needs or wants? I guess it's kind of like where it leaves the second book. So, um, I guess... Let's go right into the third book then. It does open uh, with their wedding day. Um, I told Jillian when I read this, I read, you know, we've read this series quite a few times. And when I reread it so that I knew uh, the timeline for this podcast, um, <laughs> I could talk forever about the wedding. I, there were so many things that just irritated me about this wedding. And I'd say the wedding is probably what, six or seven chapters. Right. Um, I was just so annoyed with everything. I didn't like it. I hated what he did numerous times. I mean, does, is he great? Like sometimes does he say nice things. Sometimes yes, he does. But fuck, I would not be okay with like, this stuff happening on my wedding day. I would be so pissed off. So um, I guess we'll get into the wedding um, and see maybe what you guys think. Um, did you like the wedding? Um, to me, I think that what overshadowed the wedding was the fact that as she's getting ready and kind of fielding people like her mom and Kate and stuff like in and out of the room, the wedding planner, that kind of stuff in her head. She's pregnant. Yeah. She's pregnant. She knows she's yeah. pregnant. She feels poorly. Like she knows yeah. and she has not told him and she's trying to figure out how to deal with this and deal with this wedding that happened in like five minutes and deal with the fact that all of her friends and family are at the manor, but it's being currently disguised as a hotel, right. a posh hotel. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's completely covered and she knows Jesse's going to be there and have everything taken care of, but she's got this secret and she doesn't want anyone to know. So, um, you know, she just kind of glides through the wedding, I think. And I know that she loves him and I know that he loves mm -hmm. her, but it is very fast and it is very over the top. And the things that he does, uh, uh it, you know, during the wedding, like, you know, he, he, let's just get it out. So Morgan can do her rant. He puts handcuffs on her. What is it with the goddamn handcuffs? I cannot take it. Listen, if, first of all, he walks into the room. Okay, whether you're a traditionalist or not, you know, there's a tradition. Like, the 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 groom does not see the wife before the wedding. Okay? I did it for my wedding. I don't know if you did it for yours. I did. Um, but the, the issue with this is that 
this is a tradition that her family holds dear, right? Like they're very traditional. Well, Jesse, quote unquote, tramples everybody. And he just doesn't give a fuck about anything because his need to want to touch and be with Ava every second of every goddamn day, just that's all he's selfish. I feel like he's just selfish. It starts off selfish. So he walks into the room she was already in her dress, by the way, guys, already in her dress. She had to get out of the dress, walk out of the room. They have their moment. He leaves. She gets her dress back on. Of course, it's 100% lace because that's Jesse's jam. Um, she, you know, goes down, gets halfway down the aisle. He meets her there. A, doesn't even let her get down the whole aisle grabs her hand and handcuffs her to him calm down like her mom is like mortified everyone is like what is going on and she's just "Mm -hmm, whatever it's you know this is what he is this is what he does like no how like i would be so embarrassed i just i cannot get over this i cannot get over this and i understand she can't even run now because now she's handcuffed to his ass Mm -hmm. it was just hard pass for me i hated that scene of the book i hated it hated it hated it so and she would ask for it to be removed to do certain things like take pictures yeah and he just wouldn't budge or like go to the bathroom and he was like i'll help you out and she's like you're disgusting right um, he did let it go for a little bit for her to kind of have it out with her brother. Yeah. Um, cause her brother does not like Jesse no. and is very kind of vocal to her about it, but it is her wedding day yeah. and she is, you know, trying to do her best to keep her crap together. Um, but so, but then he handcuffs her again and, you know, they're trying to do dinner and all that kind of and stuff pictures. and pictures, he, won't even let her do he pictures. doesn't want to do pictures, but then he does let the handcuffs go because Coral shows up at yes. his wedding. So what's good for me isn't good for you. So, okay, well, now that I need something that, you know, that I have something that I need to do, let me take off the cuffs. And now she's like, why are you taking off these cuffs? Well, I have business to attend to. That's it. There's no question on her part. So he just takes off the cuffs and goes, leaves, leaves her on her wedding day. So in the meantime, like she's mingling, she goes to find Jesse. She opens his office door and he's in there with Coral. Bye. Good fucking bye. It is our wedding day. You lied about what you were doing. This is not business. You're in your office with a woman They are dressed. Yes, they are dressed. But still, like, she knows that this is now the same woman that she has seen on the cameras at Lusso numerous times. And also, I'm a fan of John. Everyone, I love John. He's one of my favorites. But I know his loyalty lies to Jesse. But God, just like Jesse, no, what are you doing? Stop. Stop doing this. But nope. Here we are. He's in this secretive meeting with coral like so she leaves she's she shuts the door she doesn't even say anything she just shuts the door and walks out to go sit by herself down on the property alone on her wedding day 
he comes to find her. He knows he fucked up and he apologizes. Like, how many times do you need to fuck up and how many times do you need to apologize? And honestly, it's for the same shit. A woman over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm bored with it at this point. I just can't. I'm wedding done. I'm done with this wedding. And I, as a bride, no, this is supposed to be like your big day. Everything is supposed to go right. I mean, I know sometimes things don't, but this was no. I'm not okay with this. Yeah. And she wasn't either. I mean, no. she, at that point, she just wanted to be done. Like, of yeah. course, she was forgiving him and they were going to be fine. But she, at this point, she just wanted to be done. But they end up finishing out their wedding. Like, yeah. there's some dancing and yeah. some cake and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, because they're at the manor and everyone thinks it's a hotel, they actually stay in a room mm-hmm. there. Um, and then he tells her that they are going on their um or that he wanted to take her for a honeymoon, but she, you know, didn't want to because of work. Mm-hmm. And her work finally knows that they're married because a lot of her work friends yeah. are are there. But for a long time, she didn't even tell her boss that they were dating. No. So how, I mean, it's weird how, yeah. the, how the book goes on and how so many things change for her. Yeah. And I, when they go up to the room, I feel like the main, one of the main turning points for me was, so they're in the midst of like, having sex after the wedding and she goes to go down on him and like mid suck she starts like throwing up so um oh and she handcuffed him to the bed because she had quote unquote the power this time whatever that means that was her wedding present right um, so she's in this bathroom puking and he's handcuffed to this bed and freaks out and like breaks the bed to like get to her because no normal human pukes like calm down. Um, and it's at this point now he thinks that she's pregnant. He won't say it. She won't say it. No one is saying the word pregnant um, because it was the whole issue with the birth control. So I think it's like a non talking point right now. Um, but she also is like, this confirms it. Like I'm definitely pregnant. So, um, I don't know. Do they have sex after that? Yes. Hard pass. Who wants to have (laughs) sex after vomiting anyway? Um, so they wake up the next day, they go back to the manor. No, they go back to Luso. Um, I think they just get on with married life, right? Yeah. So the push and pull with yeah. her job because um, she has not told her bosses that Michael, who is her client, has been coming on to her, even though knowing she was getting right. married. And Jesse, of course, wants her to quit work completely and just stay with him. Um, but so he keeps giving her a chance to tell her boss that she will not be working for Michael um, before he does. So, yeah. Um, you know, she doesn't, she avoids it. I don't know. But then you've got that. She's got this needy client that we've been introduced to named Ruth. And this woman, like, I guess just calls her or texts her and always wants her to come over to be like, oh, I'm really going to rethink these counters. And, oh, maybe I don't want this cabinet. But it's always very inquisitive about her life and stuff. It's just like, oh, I didn't realize that you were married. I didn't even know you had a boyfriend. And super you know, creepy vibes. Very kind of creepy yeah. about it. But yeah. Ava kind of thinks that she's a lesbian. Yeah. And was kind of checking her out and realized, oh, oh, you're, you just got married. You, you know i can't hit on you kind of thing right so yeah and i think too um she does end up going um 
after they go back to them, they get into an argument about the quote unquote not being pregnant, but being pregnant. So she leaves and goes to Kate's. Well, he tells her that he's he hit her birth. Control. Yeah, yeah. He officially says like I did this, um, and she's like she slaps him and essentially like fuck you, like I'm leaving, like this is it. You took it way too far. So she leaves. Yeah. Um, like four days after they're married, yeah. she's left him. Yeah. Um, so she goes with Kate, um, and she ends up telling Kate uh, that she's pregnant. And I think Kate at this point is, I still at this, I, Kate is not the best friend, ride or die. I mean, she is, but like, I just don't like the sides that she takes. But at this point she's like, he's a freaking rhinoceros. Like he's crazy. And I can't believe he did this. And Ava tells her, I'm, I'm not having this kid. I'm having an abortion. I'm not doing it. I don't want a kid. Like my career is just taking off. Um, so then she, they go out, they actually go out and she gets super drunk um, because who cares at this point, right? Um, of course, Jesse shows up as he does. Um, and, and she goes home with him. Oh, yeah, because he fucks with her. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're in the bar. Yeah. And they've, you know, they're aware of each other at all times. And they're married at this point. Mm -hmm. And he kind of waits for her to go around a corner, like backs her up into a corner, gets her off and then disappears. And when she sees him next, he's up at the bar and there's a chick next yeah. to him with her hand on his ass. Yeah. And Ava flips the fuck out. Right. She snatches a hoe yeah. <laughs> off her husband, yeah. crawls up this man and was just like, take me home because you're mine. I get it. Like, yeah. and, th and then again, magically. Right. It's Okay. Yep. So then they go back to Luso. Um, and she's so drunk, like she passes out. She wakes up hungover, of course. Um, and then they go to the manor, which she still doesn't want to go, by the way, but she goes to the manor. Um, and Sarah isn't there. So Jesse essentially tells her, like, I let Sarah go because um, Sarah's done some really fucked up shit. And I think he finally realized, like, okay, this bitch is crazy. Like, she's ruining my relationship. So she uh, is gone. Um, but he doesn't have anyone to do the books now. So um, Ava does offer to help. Um, so they're going over it. She finally realizes, I think, at this point how rich he actually is. So he actually goes into, like, the membership of the manor and like the, you know, percentile of women to men and like how he runs it. Um, so I guess that's one piece of the Jesse puzzle that she gets because we still book three don't know a whole ton about Jesse. Not really. So, um, whatever they're there, they eat, they leave. Um, and then she goes back to work the next day and she actually runs into Sarah uh, at her office. And Sarah asks her for coffee and apologizes, please. Um, this just wants her job back. 
Pretty much. I think anyway. Pretty much. Um, and then at this point, I think that um, she's starting to learn and realize that Ruth is getting creepier by the day. Because she just keeps calling. Right. Calling over and over and over and over again. Um, which, as a reader, no. Red flag central. Like, something's up with this lady. But we still don't know um, what it is. So, anyway, she um, goes home and Jesse's there. And he finds something uh, in the mailbox uh, at Luso. Um, we're going to pause here, guys. Um, when we come back from our short break, we will go over uh, the mysterious letter that he receives in his mail. All right. And we're back. So the mysterious letter, uh, Jesse opens it and immediately Ava knows something is wrong because he clams up. He looks pissed as hell. Um, and it is the abortion papers, um, that were sent to him and no one really knows how at this point. So, um, he storms out and leaves. Cause he's like, you wanted to kill our baby. Like I am, this is it. This is his breaking point. Her breaking point was way back in book one, but here we are. Like this is his breaking point. Um, so he leaves and, um, Ava figures out that it came from Matt, her ex, because the address on the paperwork is his address because she forgot to change it. Right. So she's like, I'm going to whoop his ass. So she drives to his work. He's not there. Um, she calls him and he's like, don't bother. Like Jesse was already here. Like he beat my ass. Uh, and she's like, why did you do it? And he wants her back. He wants what she has. So he was jealous. And essentially at this point, like Matt's done. Like she's like, don't contact me again. And he's like, don't worry, Jesse, like threaten my life. Like I'm gone. Um, so she is uh, on her way back and um, gets a call to yeah. come to the manor. Yeah. Because um, Jesse is in a bad way. And instantly she's thinking that he wants to drink um, because, you know, he's found out that she at one point decided that she was going to have an abortion and that, um, you know, the, Matt knows about it. And he's obviously been to whoop Matt's ass. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So she figures um, it's from John and she goes to the manor and goes right in and walks into his office. And what she finds is Jesse is actually kneeling on the ground with his shirt off. And Sarah is whipping him with an actual whip, all dressed in her, you know, crazy dominatrix gear. Mm -mm. Um, and Ava lost her fucking shit as I think anybody would done. Like there's no, there is no coming back from that for me, like no coming back because you may not be cheating like sexually, but I feel like that is just a line, right? It's a line mm. crossed, right? So far crossed. I'd be out. Like yeah. I, I would have been out personally book one chapter three but uh i'd be out i'd be out 
Yeah. It's a lot to take in. So, I mean, she goes through the motions of, you know, basically just whooping Sarah's ass mm. and trying to shake the shit out of Jesse to figure out what's wrong with him. And, you know, she's trying to take care of him. And he's like, I, you know, I can't believe that this is where we are. And she was like, you know, yes, I had a weak moment because I found out I was pregnant because you've been hiding my pills but she knew she knew and mm -hmm. she knew she wasn't being responsible for herself. And right. she's finally realizing she's not going to put all the blame on him. Um, but she's not going to let him get off that easy because she's trying to explain to him seeing someone physically hurt you hurts me. And he's like, nope, it's all about you and all about my love for you. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, OK, well, I'll take care of you and then we'll go home. Well, he thinks she's getting like, you know, towels or something to clean up his bloody back, but she decides she's going to go and she goes up into the communal room and she finds the first jackass she can get her hands on and says, listen, I'm going to keep my clothes on and this is not sexual, but you're going to whoop me. And she does. She goes through with it. She There's no sexual anything for her in this moment. This Just is like, simply to get him back. Right. Tie me up. Whip the fuck out of my back. Like to prove my point. Because oh. nothing gets through to this crazy fucking man. So she does it. And he, of course, loses his shit. Yep. And there's another, you know, another meddler down. This poor guy that yeah. whooped her. Like, I don't even think he has teeth anymore. No. And it's, you know, trying to take them both home. And then they spend this, like, aftercare time trying to soothe their marriage, their hearts, Ugh. their sex, their bodies that are torn up on the backs now. And you know, go through all these motions and realize that they're going to be parents mm -hmm. and they need to just get on with it yeah. and they need to stop being crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So she ends up, um, leaving, um, at some point while she's gone, she does get into a car accident. Um, and it's not just a normal car accident. Like someone is following her in Jesse's car, which ends up being stolen. Um, she gets into this car accident. She calls Jesse because she thinks it's him. Um, he's not the one that's not the one, following right. her in the car. And she ends up getting ran off the road. Yeah. Um, she ends up going to the hospital because she's bleeding. Um, and they both at this point think, okay, we, I, the baby's gone. Like we've lost the baby. Um, they get to the hospital and they're told the babies are fine. Um, so surprise twins. twins uh which uh personally like biggest nightmare for me i <laughs> when i found out i was pregnant that was the one thing please god don't let it be twins like i don't think i could handle it um so she takes it in stride uh he shuts down like crying shuts down doesn't speak a word they get home and he sits at the kitchen and basically just whispers like, I'm a twin or I was a twin. Um, and then as at this point, mid book three, that we find out more about Jesse and like who he is and where he comes from. Why he, he doesn't yeah. speak to his parents. Yep. Um, we're not going to devolve too much information because we do want you guys to read it to find out but um his twin does end up dying and it sets his life on this path of the manor 
Um, it's where he meets Sarah when he's young. Um, we don't, we know he has an uncle he's close with. The uncle did die. That's how he got the manor, how he came to own it. Um, so Ava is learning at this point a little bit more as far as who he is. This is. And why he's yeah. as protective as yeah. he is. Yep. Um, over her and now the babies. Yes. Um, so it's at this point, I think she's realizing now um, that I feel like their marriage maybe took a good turn. Um, they're both kind of on the same page. Uh, so he does take her uh, on vacation. They go to a place called Paradise, um, where honestly, I think it's just naked sex time. Um, in the Caribbean. Yeah, to like reconnect. Um they do go out uh, for dinner. They do end up seeing his parents and Jesse flips out. Um, really, he's kind of shuts down. Um, we don't know or really hear much other than they're there. That's we don't they don't uh, talk any anything about it in the book at that point. Um then they go back home and Jesse essentially is like, I have to tell you something uh, and tells Ava that he rehired Sarah. Now, pause. <laughs> A, you didn't do it. You didn't ask me first. B, you know how I feel about her. Because she's in love with you and she tried to break us up. And C, what the actual fuck? Why? Like, what is the purpose of this? And Ava is pissed and she does not back down at first. Of course, at first, I feel like that's all I say about Ava. Um, he tells her that he can't run the business without her. John can't do it by himself. Uh, and if he wants Ava, if, if Ava wants him to spend more time with her, then Sarah needs to be on board. That right there, full manipulation. So yeah. she can't really say no, because if she says no, then she'll never see Jesse. So or she she'll have to be at the right, manor. Right. So it's either, okay, fine, concede and let Sarah stay so that I can spend time with you or not have you. So she wants Jesse more than she doesn't want Sarah. So she gives in and that's it. Like, end of story. Like, nothing else is ever brought up about it, which... I don't know that whole and he hired her back before the trip. Yeah. So he could go on the trip. Right. And it's to me, Sarah doesn't bother me much anymore, but I think that it's because he didn't discuss it. He didn't even think mm -hmm. it was worth her opinion, knowing it was something that, you know, concerned her. Um, it wasn't worth her opinion. And so that's where they were struggling, but of course not enough to, for her to say, okay, well, let's, you know, you got to sack Sarah again, because then you'll have to spend all your time at the manor and I'm required to spend all my time with you. So then I'll have to be in the manor and I don't right. want to. So she does concede and mm -hmm. Sarah can stay, but she's under strict scrutiny at this point. Yeah. If she fucks up one time, like yeah. she's gone. Yeah. So, um, you know, they finish other vacation, they go home, they live their married life. Um, he does try and get her to quit her job numer numerous times. Uh, which she doesn't do, uh, even with sex as a manipulation. She just... And oh. even being pregnant with right. twins. Right. Um, so she does hold firm on that. 
Um, you know, they have a couple like tribulations throughout this time, but nothing to like shake their marriage. Um, and then one night Coral shows up again at their house and the door is answered. Um, and what does Coral say, Jillian? Yeah. I mean, basically she just shows up and says, you know, I'm pregnant and I'm pregnant like four months pass and I'm pregnant with Jesse's kid. And she, Coral doesn't know at this time that Jesse and Ava are pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, and, but Coral does have this scan and Jesse's like, no fucking way, no fucking way. And Ava is just about, she doesn't know who to smack first. Like if mm -hmm. she's going to beat the shit out of him or if she's going to beat the shit out of Coral. Um, but when she, she actually kind of starts looking like past her hatred or this crazy moment that she's mm -hmm. having and she looks at the scan and she kind of snatches it from coral and realizes that this scan is of a kid that's like smaller than the scan she just had and she's like six weeks so she knows yeah. she knows what coral's trying to do she goes and grabs her scan and she's like look bitch this is what a real pregnant bitch looks yeah. like and this is not our problem yeah like this is definitely not our problem go find out whose mm -hmm. problem this is yeah and then so coral is now successfully trampled yeah yeah, but Ava's still pissed. I mean, like, Coral leaves, and Ava is pissed as hell. And yeah. Jesse is just like, what's wrong? I'm sorry. And she's just tired of, like, the constant, like, issues of women and their relationship. So I think that does hold for a little while. Um, just a constant reminder of Jesse's past um, I don't want to say relationships because they weren't relationships, but I guess past man or fuck partners or whatever. Right. Um, so that happens. Um, small things happen after that. C Ruth gets creepier. Uh, Ava does get a threatening letter uh, at her work. So she does tell John. Um, so we have that happening. Uh She's been in the car accident yep. from someone running her off the road. Yep. Um, um, her employer um, sells to Michael, uh, who has this whole time been trying to get Ava uh, personally. Um, Even he, knowing. Yeah. Um, so he actually buys her employer out. Uh, so she does end up quitting um, because she knows that it'll just send Jesse over the edge. Um, and then she gets home from work and she hears a noise in the living room at Luso and she walks in with Ruth Quinn standing there, uh, talking to Jesse. At this point, we all know something's up with Ruth. We're not really sure what it is. Uh, we do find out that Ruth is actually... Uh, Jesse's ex-wife and mother of his child that had passed away. Now, pause. As a reader, we're finding this out at the exact same time that Ava is finding this out. Weird? Very weird. Well, and two, like, Ruth is not innocent. Like, she is, um, has already attacked Ava. Like, physically, 
she's attacked Ava yeah. and like, you know, kicked her and punched her and hit her. So you know that this yes. is a crazy bitch. Yes. And crazy bitch is now shouting at her with crazy things. But she does what I will give Ava credit for is she does instantly want to protect her babies. Yeah. So she's trying to find her way away from Ruth and out of the penthouse so that she can get some help to come right. back, you know, for Jesse to, to protect the kids. But she is learning for the very first time that not only did, you know, she's not his first wife. So Jesse ends up having to tell the story um, eventually, but yeah. you know, a lot of action happens and some fighting happens. And yeah. then eventually Ava figures it out that this, that Jesse has this horrific scar that he won't talk about and come to find out it's this ex woman or ex wife. Who's not named Ruth. She's named Lauren. And Lauren um, stabbed him the first time he left her and she has now come back and it does not want to see Jesse happy, does not want to see Jesse in love. Mm -hmm. She said she was fine with him being drunk and miserable. Right. And now that he wasn't, she had to come back in order to end his happiness. How are you not still in a mental hospital? Honestly, like my gosh, it was nuts. Yeah. That whole situation it was very Nuts. crazy. It was. And and they ended up, he ended up getting stabbed. Yeah. So he's unconscious in the hospital for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. Lauren was like, you know, beat up and taken to a, another mental yeah. hospital. They don't, we don't have to worry about her anymore throughout the rest of the book. Um, Ava is chomping at the bit for Jesse to wake up. She's not deterred at any, like she wants answers, but she, yeah. this is her husband yeah. and he's, she thinks he's going to die. Yeah. And she wants to know, but she wants him back more. Yeah. Um, but, and it, and it happens, he wakes up and his parents show up and there's kind of a reconciliation mm -hmm. with his parents. And um, he tells her the story. And yeah. the story is, is when he was 17 and a disappointment to his parents after his brother died and he was going off the rails. He, you know, start, he slept with Lauren, who was a family friend, slept with her once, got her pregnant and her parents all made them get married at 17. Right. Um, she had the baby, the baby's little girl named Rosie mm -hmm. and he left her um, before she even had the baby and wanted a divorce. And, but he was determined to still be a dad. Um, but he was still, drunk he was still horny he yeah. was still a playboy and i think the little girl was like three and visiting with him he was living full-time at the manor at this point and jesse fucked sarah and yeah. sarah happened to have been the girlfriend of his uncle carmichael and they had a kid and they had a yeah. little kid and carmichael walked in on them and took the girls he took yeah. his daughter and he took jesse's daughter in a car got into the car accident and killed them all yeah and that is where Jesse has this loyalty to Sarah. And we can finally understand mm -hmm. a little bit about that, but also find out like, holy fucking shit. That's so much to go through. Yeah, it is. And honestly, I feel like the plot line here is just, when I read this book for the first time, I was just like, holy shit. Like this is a massive turn of events. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm still pissed. I never told Ava. I feel like you should, when you marry somebody, you should know these things. You should. Um, so I was at that point as well, just annoyed, but also the author did a really good job of like pulling all of the plot lines together. Yes. Um, all meddlers are gone right. and identified. Right. Yep. So, uh, he gets better. They go home. Um, he does end up telling Ava that he has decided 
to sell the manor. Um, John, uh, the bartender, they're ready to retire. Sarah is moving on. She's moving to the U.S. Um, he didn't want his kids right. to go to school and say on career day, like, what do your parents do? Yeah. Um, and so he decided that that's just not what yeah. he wants anymore. And then, so basically, you know, you kind of epilogue it a little bit yeah. and this is a happy family, right? Not anything to do with the manor. They've got a great house. They've got a twin boy and girl yeah. and life is great. Yes. And that's pretty much kind of where you wrap up book three. Yeah. And then what's interesting with book four is that it takes place, um, like 11, 11, 11 12 years, year, 11 yeah. years down the road. Yeah. Um, and so going right into book four, 11 years down the road, they have the twins, um, the boy and the girl, they are 11 yeah. and Jesse and Ava own, um, uh, like a sports club, like yeah. a sports wellness type of club that they both work there together. Um, and that they have this routine, they have this amazing life and they have this routine. Their marriage is not changed it's no it's still the same. same and the kids are in on it now yeah like the little kids will get in on like daddy who you know maddie who has the power daddy yeah. always has the power and don't let him get to zero mom right. and don't you know cuss. don't cuss yeah. it's all very very sweet yeah he is just getting ready to turn 50. Mm -hmm. so another interesting point in book four is that you are basically doing this from jesse's point of view yeah yep yep so um, basically you learn kind of about their life. Uh, Sam and Kate are together. They're still together. Um, she is pregnant. Uh, Drew is still in this book, uh, all the parents. So it's really brought, uh, the book three kind of to a close as far as, um, where their lives are at. Uh, what book four really does focus on though, uh, is, Ava gets into a really serious car accident on the way to go pick the kids up from school uh, and loses her memory. Uh, she doesn't remember the last 16 years. Uh, so the book is about Jesse trying to remind uh, Ava about their love story. Um, and you have, you know, Kate and the parents all reminding her as well. But what we find is that Ava doesn't understand how she could fall in love with this man because of his controlling ways, the things that he says, what he does, how he reacts to things. Um, and she can't wrap her head around, how is this guy my husband? I don't, this isn't me. I don't like this. Um, and so it's a very push and pull as far as Jesse doesn't want to push her away um, but he also needs to remind her why they fell in love and she just isn't getting there. It takes a little while. Um, the kids have been sent away. Um, I wasn't a hundred percent about that. I mean, I got it. I get it. Um, it just kind of sucked because that was kind of like pulled out of the book a little bit for a while. Right. Um, I mean, they check in by phone, but I think it's important. I mean, I can kind of see his point of view because not only has she forgotten, you know, their life, but she also thinks that she is like 25 yeah. years old and she's not, she's like 38 mm -hmm. or something like that. So 
mentally, she didn't know she's got 11 year old, you know, twins and a 50 year old husband and a business and money and these great friends and stuff like that. So although we do feel sorry for Ava because she's starting to see his crazy um, and he's trying to explain to her how they fell in love and she thinks he's a loon because how can anyone fall in love with anyone who acts that way? Yeah. Um, But she knows instinctively from the moment he she first meets him that he is something to her like her body reacts to him she feels comfortable with him she can finish like certain mottos and phrases that they have that are just theirs will pop into her head and she'll be able to finish his sentence but not know why yeah um but for me this entire book like it's shorter than the other ones um and it is interesting to go through their story again and to see them both not really change because neither one of them change who they are, but she's coming around to understand that they have a unique specific mm-hmm. kind of love that's just to them. Yeah. And it, it extends to their children. It yeah. extends to their friends and yep. family. Yep. So there's, I mean, some characters come back um, a lot of, there's a little bit of drama. Um, I'd say um, she does, uh, end up finding out that she is pregnant again. Uh, again. Um, and so that adds a whole new level of crazy. I mean, gosh, 38, I can't imagine having to be pregnant right now, but, um, the one thing that I hated about this book, I'm not going to spoil it too much. I know we gave a spoiler alert, but, I don't want you guys to know how, but John does get killed off. And immediately I was so pissed because I didn't think it was necessary. He is my, one of my favorites. I was so angry about it. They do end up naming their kid after him, which I thought was really sweet. But that was really the only thing I really hated about this book. Yeah. It was like extra drama. Like the author had, had put so much extra meddlers is what I like calling them in the other books that she felt this book needed one too. I just, and so she brought a meddler back and because of that action, John ends up dying and it, it wasn't necessary. Mm -hmm. We had enough in the book with the emotional turmoil of their marriage of their life together, of their falling in love all over again. And then their kids. Yeah. And you focus a lot on just what an amazing family that they are yeah. um, together. So, and but still have, you yeah. know, their marriage together. Yeah. So you didn't really need that kind of extra drama yeah. brought in. And because it resulted in John's passing, I really struggle with it. Like if I could just ask her like, oh, I'll take that out next yeah. time. Agreed. So anyway, um, that's the uh, conclusion and end of this man. Um, I... I'm going to, I'm going to score the end. I'm going to score the whole series as a whole. I'm going to give it eight, eight dicks out of 10. I'm going to still do 10 out of 10 Okay. because as much of things that bothered me, there were mm-hmm. so many good things Yeah. and I can identify with their crazy as much as I wanted to strangle both of them at different times. Um, it was still one of the books that I remember, you know, a series being yeah. a series that I will, I have it on audible. I have it on Kindle. I've got it on yeah. paperback. Like I always have to have it. It is my go-to reread when I need to figure out that someone else has it crazier than I do. Yeah. So, 
That's fair. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you guys pick it up and read it um, and love it as much as we did. Um, we are going to conclude uh, this episode. Uh, next week's episode is going to be a standalone book called Den of Vipers. It's a hot one, guys. It's hot. Um, this is our first uh, dark romance slash reverse harem. Yes. Um, it really stood out to us. So we're going to do it. We'll see what you guys think. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys.